hello amazing family welcome to day four of the eight days healing challenge i do hope that this has been an inspirational journey for you so far i do hope that you've been challenged inspired and motivated to begin to find the much needed emotional healing that you've been craving um i do hope that this has been a great experience for you so far my name is regina irobe and on today's episode we are going to be talking about boundaries we're going to be talking about boundaries the subject of boundaries is a very important yet underestimated um, subject and so many people have just not realized and recognized the importance of it how much more enforcing it in place okay so we always typically start by giving a general definition and then we take it from there so what are boundaries now in the context of this particular conversation i'd like to define a boundary as a line indicating the limit or extent of something a boundary is a line indicating the limit or extent of something and so for the sake of today's conversation we are going to be talking about emotional boundaries and drawing emotional lines all right so if you're a person who has found that you've had similar kinds of experiences and occurrences in the past for example different people that you've met over the course of different seasons and periods of your life have treated you in the same particular kind of way they've hurt you in the same particular kind of way they've exploited you in the same particular kind of way they've caused you pain in the same particular kind of way or have even abused you in the same in the same kind of way or whatever else whatever it is that you find that has been repetitive or that has repeated itself in the same kind of way in your life over the past with different people that pattern is an indication of the fact that something in something you have done or haven't done has aided allowed whether consciously or unconsciously um has aided allowed or given room to those people to do to you what they did to you and i do hope that the way that i've explained this has made some sense to you you've noticed a pattern in the past of people repetitively behaving to you in a particular kind of way um you've had certain kinds of experiences with different people who you've met in at different points of your life but something has been constant they've hurt you in the same kind of way they've abused you in the same kind of way they ex- they've exploited you in the same kind of way it's typically the same kinds of circumstances and situations that lead to the same kinds of pain or whatever else it is that they've done to you that pattern that is constant with you and that has played out with different people but you have been the constant factor it's played out with different people but you have been the constant factor that pattern is an indication of the fact that the something that you have done or failed to do that may have aided or allowed 
either consciously or unconsciously, may have aided or allowed or given them room to do the things that they did to you. And the way to avoid that going forward, listen carefully, the way to avoid that and make sure that that is not you anymore going forward is for you to begin to set healthy boundaries, especially if you've noticed negative patterns, negative emotional patterns repeating with you, but with different people. One of the ways to fix that is to begin to set healthy boundaries for yourself. And that is the bone of contention. That's the subject of our conversation today. You need to understand that human beings would always be human beings, okay? And part of what I've been emphasizing in the course of talking you through this healing process is your decision-making process and being able to take a responsibility for your life and for the outcome of your life. And so bearing that in mind, you need to understand that humans will always be humans. And if you don't take the responsibility for your life or for the outcome of your life, not just emotionally, but all around, um, by expressly mapping out what you can and cannot tolerate from people. If you don't expressly do that, if you don't take responsibility and do that, people will continue to overstep. People will continue to abuse privileges and opportunities that you've given to them. People will always continue to exploit you. People will always continue to take advantage of the trust that you have. People will always continue to take advantage of the fact that you allow them into your personal space. So at every point in time, you've got to be expressly mapping out and drawing the line for people. It's called healthy boundaries for pretty much everyone in your life. I personally think that all our relationships should have some form of boundaries. They may not even necessarily be negative. Some of them could be positive. Some of them could be moral. Some of them could be spiritual. It's up to you. But boundaries, I mean, for the, for the sake of this conversation, we're talking about emotional boundaries, and I'll try to limit the conversation to that aspect. But the point I'm trying to make, the overarching point I'm trying to make is boundaries are necessary in one form or the other in almost all areas of our lives, in almost all forms of human relationships. Okay, so if you don't do that, you will find that either people keep overstepping what is permissible for you or you are overstepping what is permissible for others. So it's a two-way thing. Boundaries are necessary. It's important that you hold yourself to certain boundaries, even beyond holding others to certain boundaries as it concerns you. It's also important for you to hold yourself to certain boundaries as it concerns others. Respect is a boundary. When you say to yourself, I'm never going to be disrespectful to people, especially those that are older than me or those that are above me in my career, I'm always going to speak to people politely. That's a boundary that you're setting. And so you know that it's not okay to speak to people anyhow 
especially if they're older than you. That's an example of you holding yourself to certain positive, healthy boundaries as it relates to others, not just um, for others as it relates to you. So you need to understand that if you don't set boundaries for yourself and if you don't set boundaries for others as it relates to you, there will be chaos everywhere. People will continue to hurt you, continue to exploit you, continue to overstep what is permissible for you. And that pattern can create a bunch of um, emotional trauma that can affect you negatively or even others. But for the sake of this conversation, let's limit it to us, okay? Those of us that are currently undergoing this eight days of healing challenge. Let's limit the conversation to us. Um, People need to know in clear terms, and the operative word is clear terms. People need to know in clear terms the things that are permissible and the things that are not permissible for them as it relates to you. They have to know it. You have to be comfortable in letting people know those things. You have to be confident and okay with letting people know that certain lines should not be crossed. So, for example, people need to know, for example, that they cannot call you after a certain period of time because that's a boundary. If you are married, you need to set those boundaries. If you have a family, you need to set those boundaries. And everyone needs to know that after a certain period of time, I can't reach this person because then they're, they're devoting that time or that portion of their day into their family or into their children. And so it's just not okay to call them, especially if it's not urgent, especially if it's not an emergency. That's a boundary. People need to know that. If you don't set that boundary, and people are just randomly calling you out of the blues even till 10 p.m., 11 p.m. when you're supposed to be sleeping, that can easily lead to anxiety or stress or insomnia or whatever else. That can easily compound, um, uh, that can easily lead to more emotional problems for you. So that's an example of a boundary that you need to set in place. And guess what? People would always adjust. There might be an initial reaction, an initial resistance, an initial dislike for the boundaries that you're now attempting to set in place. But as long as you stand your ground and continue to insist, as long as you understand the importance and you are not willing to trade it, especially for what doesn't matter, the people would eventually adjust. People would eventually accept it and be fine with it and begin to um, and begin to operate by your terms, begin to operate on your terms. So people need to know that they cannot, for example, say certain things to you. They cannot speak to you in a certain kind of way. People need to know that you cannot hang out in certain kinds of places. People know that you're not open to having certain kinds of inappropriate conversations. Those are boundaries. The thing is, somehow we assume that people should know what is right and what is not right to do to their fellow humans. I find that a lot of people fall into this trap of assuming that just because they are sane, every other person is sane like them. No, every other person does not think like you. Every other person does not have the same kind of orientation that you've had. 
every other person does not have the same kind of mindset that you have. Every other person does not see life the way that you see life. Every other person does not value what you value. People have different sets of values. People have different philosophies and ideologies governing their lives. So it's wrong and permit me to say ignorant for you to assume that people should have a sense of a commonsensical feel of what is right and what is wrong or what is a boundary and what is not acceptable. (laughs) Unfortunately, some people need spelling out. Some people need it to be spelled out to them. Unfortunately, some people cannot read your mind. They can't read the handwriting on the wall and you still need to spell it out expressly to them what is okay and what is not okay. So don't fall into the trap of feeling like just because a person is an adult age-wise, then they should at least have a sense of, okay, it's not okay for you to do this to people. If everyone knew that, and if everyone lived by that, then there will be no cases of exploitation. There will be no cases of manipulation and abuse. It just means everyone is not like that, period. You need to accept it and you need to begin to take control and take charge of the kind of experiences that you allow to play out in your life and the kinds of people that you let into your inner space because you don't want that bad energy projected on you. You don't want to be a victim of circumstance. You don't want to, you don't want to put yourself in a vulnerable position with the wrong people. So you've got to take responsibility for that. Don't assume that people know. They don't. Okay? They don't. And that job is yours. All right? So people need to know expressly um, when you say that people need to know expressly that when you say that this is not okay, you really mean it. That you really mean it. And like I said before, they might react initially Some people may call you names. Some people may say mean things to you. Some people may say, oh, who do you think you are? What what are you feeling like? And you see that over-familiarity starts to kick in and quote-unquote see-finish syndrome, which is also over-familiarity, starts to set in. And they start to say, oh, is it not you that we went to this and this place together? Is it not you that I knew when you started? How come you're now suddenly forming unaccessible? You're now forming too busy. People are going to make cynical, sarcastic comments all in a bid to um, to get you to let your guards down. But don't allow it, honey. Don't. Don't allow them um, manipulate you into putting yourself in an unhealthy place. All right? You've got to stand your grounds because you know that allowing them too much into your personal space or giving them too much leverage can bring anxiety in your life, can bring back anxiety into your life if they're people that have been in your life and then you're trying to cut them off. You know that bringing them back or allowing them back into your personal space can bring back anxiety into your life, can bring back stress, can bring back insecurity issues, can bring back emotional abuse into your life. Don't do it. They're going to try to guilt trip you, but don't do it. Don't allow it. Continue to insist on your boundaries as long as they're healthy. Okay? Continue to insist on your boundaries. 
see finish over familiarity can setting people can try to want to make you feel guilty for wanting to keep them at a healthy distance away from you but always stand your ground and please always remember that on this your journey to wholeness the ball is in your court and if you've been listening to me for the past three three episodes um, you will notice that this is something that I always touch on and I always try to emphasize because it's the truth. The ball is in your court. The decisions concerning your life is yours to make and no one else. It's yours to make. And setting boundaries is part of how you take responsibility for your life. It's part of how you make healthy decisions for your life. It's part of how you take charge of the outcomes of your life. So don't feel bad um, about this. Don't feel bad about setting boundaries for your life. I'm going to be sharing with you um, maybe three reasons why people do not set boundaries. I'm going to be sharing three reasons that I have found um, why people do not set boundaries. Number one is ignorance, plain and simple. Some people genuinely do not know about boundaries. Some people genuinely do not know about how important it is for their mental health and for their overall well-being. Some people just don't realize that their failure to set boundaries is costing them a lot emotionally and otherwise. They just don't know it. They don't know it expressly that setting boundaries is a necessity in many cases um, as far as our relation, our relationship with others are concerned. Some people just don't know. The number two reason I find that people do not set boundaries is fear. It's fear. They're too afraid of hurting the feelings of other people. They're too afraid of what people will say about them. They're too afraid of the consequence of setting boundaries, the implications, and what it means for them. They're too afraid of the discipline that it would take for them to enforce those boundaries. So it's fear showing up in all shades and forms, but principally it's still fear, especially the fear of hurting the feelings of others, especially the fear of what people would say about them. They're constantly worried about would people think I'm a snob? Would people think I'm too proud? Would people think I'm, I'm feeling too big? They have those thoughts and those thoughts are troubling for them. And so for fear, for the fear of having to face that reality, should they set the boundaries, they would fail to set the boundaries. But you see, you've got to know what your priorities in life are per time. And when you know what your priorities are, feel free to prioritize them. Double down on prioritizing them, irrespective of what people will think. You cannot always live your life for people and what they would say. You can't. That is a recipe for disaster. That's what leads to a lot of mental breakdown. The people-pleasing DNA. When you always want to please people, you always want to make people happy. You are always agitated. You are constantly trying to, 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 what's the word? 
you're constantly trying to put others before yourself and the happiness of others before yourself. That is a people-pleasing DNA. And if that is you, I'm hoping that you will break free from that because it's putting you in bondage. You cannot always live your life for people and what people would say. Okay, since you've been doing it, since you've been living your life for people, since you've been failing to set boundaries because you're too afraid of what people will think about you, since you've been operating that way, where has it gotten you so far? Hasn't it put you in a much more bigger mess emotionally? It's obvious that it's not helpful for you to continue to live your life that way and operate by those standards. It's obvious that it's time to do things differently. It's very obvious. Okay, and I need to balance things a bit here. I'm not saying that we should all live our lives um, with disregard to what people think and how our actions come off to others. No, that's not what I'm saying. And I believe there's a balance here. And I believe I'm speaking to a particular kind of people. And these are the people that have found. I started by illustrating a pattern and saying you found that you keep having the same kind of repeated negative experiences with different people over the course of your life. Um, I started by saying that that, those um, set of people or that category of people are the ones that need to begin to start drawing boundaries. I'm not saying in general, have no disregard for people. Of course, I believe in taking back, in taking feedback from people. Of course, I believe in um, constructive criticism. Of course, I believe in um, hearing people's opinion of cert- on certain things and learning from, from them. Of course, I believe in that. And I'm not, I'm not saying do not give attention to those things. I'm simply saying that if you've noticed that a person in your life is toxic, unhealthy, traumatic, they bring you stress, anxiety, etc., please do not be afraid to set boundaries, um, to set boundaries in your life as it relates to those people. Do not hesitate to do that just because you are afraid of what they will say about you when you do that. That's the point I'm trying to make. Don't be afraid that you will hurt their feelings if you do that. It's okay for their feelings to be hurt. It's fine. They will be fine. But your failure to set boundaries for yourself, healthy boundaries for yourself, just because you're afraid of what they will say, is very, very costly. It's a bad decision and it's going to affect you negatively if you continue to live your life that way. Okay, so that fear is the number two reason why I have found that people fail to set boundaries. The third reason that I have found um, that people fail to set boundaries is guilt. (laughs) It is guilt. A lot of people generally tend to over-emotionalize everything. They're processing life constantly through the lens of their emotions. And I'm not saying feeling emotions are bad. I'm saying everything about life should not be approached emotionally. Everything about life should not be analyzed or processed emotionally. There's a place for that, but it shouldn't be everything about life 
that you begin to emotionalize. And so because a lot of people tend to emotionalize everything, they cannot see when something starts to become toxic. Even when it is clear that something is toxic, they would overlook it because they are too emotionally attached to the people involved because they're too emotionally interwoven with the people involved and they begin to place their emotions over uh, right reasoning. They begin to um, place their emotions and what they feel over, um, uh, what's the word, over a correct sense of judgment. So they know that when they start to set boundaries with a few people, those people can begin to blackmail them emotionally and guilt trip them for choosing to do what's best for them. And that action can produce guilt on their own part. And the fear of having to deal with that guilt will make them completely back out and fail to set boundaries. But if you're serious about complete healing, sustainable healing, perpetual healing, then you need to realize that you have to stop allowing people blackmail you or guilt trip you for choosing to do what is best for you. This is very important and I pray that you get it. Some of these people that you're trying to break free from or you're trying to cut off or you're trying to pull away from, some of them don't want you to leave them and move past that broken point that you currently are. Why? Because they like the fact that you you people, you're bonding over trauma and dysfunction. Your friendship is, is, is getting closer over dysfunction. You're bonding over toxicity. And because of that, they will resist it when you want to break away Um, when you want to break free from some of those relationships. And some of them can even begin to gaslight you. Some of them can even begin to make you see why wanting better for yourself depicts your disloyalty to the friendship creed. Subconsciously, they will introduce manipulation, emotional manipulation, Emotional blackmail, subconsciously, even consciously, they would introduce those things to continue to keep you bound in your broken state, to continue to make sure that you do not pull away, you do not exodus from from your brokenness. So that guilt becomes something that prevents people from actually setting boundaries. They are afraid. And because they are emotionalizing everything, they are afraid of feeling guilty. They're scared of feeling guilty. They're scared of being emotionally manipulated or gaslighted. They're afraid of the guilt that will come from them feeling like Oh, they've just lost a good friendship. Or they've just been disloyal to a long-time friend. The fact that you've known a person for 20 years does not mean that that relationship is healthy for you. The fact that you guys have been friends since childhood does not mean that that relationship is healthy for you. 
when you recognize, when you see unhealthy patterns in them, when you see dysfunctional traits in them, when you see toxic behavior in them, break off for your own good, for the good of your emotional stability and your emotional health and your mental health, for the good of your overall well-being, break free. Don't over-emotionalize it. Don't say, oh, I dated this person for seven years and they were all I had when I was broke. Well, they may have stood by you, they may have been present in your life, but they are not necessarily healthy for you. It's important that you stop over-emotionalizing everything. The only way, the way to show your appreciation is not necessarily by keeping them around. You may be grateful that they were present in your life when everyone else deserted you, and that's fine, okay? But the way that you show your gratitude does not necessarily have to mean that you remain in close touch with them or you, you remain friends with them. It, it, it sometimes may not even mean that you cut them off completely. It just means that you maintain a healthy distance because you don't want their negative traits to continue to rub off on you. They may be good in one area, but if they're bad in 10 other areas and that is damaging you emotionally, please walk away. And I know this is a very touchy subject. It's not easy, especially when you're very emotionally attached to someone. It can be difficult to set boundaries with them. In fact, the closer, the harder. The closer they are to you, the harder it is to draw boundaries. But always remember that it is important and you cannot truly experience complete emotional healing if you fail to set boundaries with certain people that you know do not need to be that close to you. You've got to draw the line somewhere. Remember the question I asked you earlier. The whole time that you've been living your life boundaryless, the whole time that you've been living your life without any rules, without any restrictions and limitations, especially towards people who are unhealthy for you, where has it gotten you? How far have you gotten? You've seen that doing that has, has, has resulted in you being stuck in a place and has resulted in you experiencing negative patterns consistently over the years. Why do you want to continue that way? Because you are scared of feeling guilty or because you're scared of what people would say. So you've got to do what is best for you. And listen, something has to give. You want to be emotionally free? Something has to give. You've got to pay a price for it. It's not easy, but it's necessary. You've got to let go of some people, let go of some things so that you can fully experience emotional wholeness and wellness. Okay? Don't let them manipulate you with the things that they say or do. Don't let them guilt trip you. You deserve more. Always remember, you deserve more and you can certainly do more for yourself. You can certainly do more for the sake of those that you love. You deserve more. Okay? And listen, let me just say this so you don't get it twisted. These people that you're trying to set boundaries from may not necessarily be bad people. They're not bad people, I'm sure. I'm almost sure that there is some degree of good in them. They may not be completely terrible, terrible people. They may be good people with certain negative traits 
that are just not good for you. There may be good people with certain characteristics that are just not healthy for you. And because they have those traits, it won't be long before you see that hurt people hurt people, that broken people break people. Not because the broken people are bad people, but because brokenness in and of itself is contagious. If a person is broken and you're constantly around them, you're constantly spending time with them without drawing boundaries, you are op- you're, and you're constantly just fully opening up yourself to them, it will not be long before they break you, even if they do it subconsciously. So broken people break people. And the way to handle those people is to set boundaries around them. Else, in the process of being overly emotional, you become a victim of their brokenness. You become a victim of their hurt. You become a victim of their negative traits how is that the goal that's not the goal so it's important that you know i'm not saying that those people are bad but for some reason or the other it may just not be healthy for you to be around them and that's okay you've got to set the boundaries and let's chat a bit about how to set healthy emotional boundaries for yourself practically speaking how do you set healthy emotional boundaries for yourself. I'm going to share four, four points. um, And I want you to listen closely. The first is create restrictions. Depending on, on, on who you are in your life and the kinds of experiences that you've had in the past, the kinds of painful negative experiences that you've had in the past, um, you've got to set and create certain restrictions. Sit yourself down and say, what are the things that have hurt me the most? What are the situations that I found myself in that cost me the most pain and trauma? And what could I have done to prevent those things? That's where your boundary begins. The moment you identify the things that you could have done, not the things that those people could have done, mm -mm, the things that you could have done to create a different impact or different result, the moment you identify those things, That's where your boundary begins. Let's say what led to um, past trauma was you being in an environment where you know that you shouldn't have been. That's where your boundary begins. I will never be in an environment where I know I have the tendency to overdose on alcohol and become drunk and powerless and lose my consciousness and then be exploited by bad meaning people. That's where your boundary begins. You see that there was something that you failed to do that enabled the outcome that you experienced in the past and you begin to tell yourself, now what can I do? Because you know that you have for example, you have a soft spot for alcohol and you can easily overdose on alcohol. You can easily get drunk and you can easily lose your consciousness and begin to misbehave. And people can easily exploit you in that state because you know that that's a tendency. You begin to set a boundary for yourself. I will not be in these places. I will not overdose on alcohol. I will not hang out 
with the friends that encourage me to always be in these kinds of places. So you identify the kinds of traumatic experiences that you faced in the past and, and you identify what you failed to do that you could do, that you could have done. And that's where your boundaries begin. Begin to create those restrictions. Begin to set those boundaries. All right? And this alcohol scenario was just an example. It may not be your situation, but I used it to illustrate a point. And if you got the point, then you'll be able to apply that um, illustration or that same principle into your own unique situation. All right? Moving on. The next practical way to set healthy emotional boundaries for yourself, communicate, communicate, communicate to those around you, communicate to those in your life. They need to know in express terms what is no longer allowed for you and for them. They need to know. Let me tell you this. A one-sided boundary is harder to enforce Because when people don't know what line it is that you've drawn for them and you've only drawn that line in your head, you've not communicated it, they're going to keep pushing to cross that line because they don't even know that a line exists. So I do not always encourage a one-sided boundary. I think the people in your life should know you can't reach me past 9 p.m., People in your life should know. You can't invite me to certain kinds of gatherings. They're not healthy for me. They've got to know. However, I need to balance this particular point by saying discretion must always be applied. And that's because I understand and I realize that it's not in all cases that you'll be able to expressly communicate to people um, what the boundary is, especially if there are people that are not mature enough to handle it. I understand that there are certain circumstances in which you cannot expressly communicate the boundary to those people. Please use your discretion. If it's impossible to communicate the boundary, that's okay. It's important that you draw the boundary. If you can't communicate it, go ahead. If you can't, that's fine, but make sure that you draw the boundary. All right. The third way, practical way to to set healthy emotional boundaries is by enforcing it. What is a boundary if you don't enforce it? What is it? It's nothing. So please resist the temptation to always break the rule just once for this one person. Resist it. Resist it. Don't say, okay, just this once. Let me let this pass. Mm -mm. It never ends well. It never ends well. You can very easily and quickly go down that rabbit hole. And it will crystallize into something worse than you anticipated. So don't do it. If you have a boundary, stand by it every single time. Build that discipline. what what's the word compel yourself to continue to stand by it so if you've said for example that you're going to delete a person's contact and never take their calls anymore stand by it don't respond to their text for example instead and then you tell yourself well after all it's not the same as a call 
when you do that, you're deceiving yourself because you know that the, 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 the focus is not whether it's a call or not. The focus is you are not supposed to be in touch with them. And so whether they're calling or texting, you shouldn't be in touch with them either ways. So if you now say to yourself, mm, let me just reply the text since the boundary I set was for calls and they've texted, I'd reply the text, it's not that big of a deal. You are deceiving yourself. And self-deceit is the worst kind of deceit. What's the point if you can't be truthful and honest with yourself on this journey? So stand by your boundaries and force them every single time. Stop making exceptions. Stop making exceptions. Except in the case of a dire emergency, don't make an exception. Okay? The last point is stay accountable. Oh my gosh. When it comes to setting boundaries, accountability is very key. Please find yourself an accountability group or an accountability partner and continue to carry the people that matter with you along with you on this journey. Carry them along. Don't try to walk this road alone. Let them know how you're faring. Let them know where you've fallen. Let them know what your struggles are. Let them know how they can support you. Let them know how they can help you. Carry the people that matter to you along on this journey. Stay accountable. Don't walk this path alone. Okay? And um, this is why I call it a wrap for today. I hope that you've picked something from today's episode. I hope that you've learned something that you can begin to practically implement, that you can begin to apply immediately in terms of um, setting boundaries and um, attaining your goal of emotional healing. All right. Thank you so much for listening. My name is Regina and I will talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye now.